Jason Manford. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, joined uh, by uh, Phil Jupiter this morning's back. Yeah. He's got a sexy voice on. Yeah. <laughs> it's at That's right. Sexy all morning, we're not sure, but he's got something not going well. on. well. And he's not well as well, he's got it's, a bit... Uh, it, it crushes the illusion to think that Barry White just had a heavy cold for all those years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, baby, give me a lemsip. Yeah, <laughs> not feeling too good. Oh, baby. And we're, we're out here in uh, Belfast, because we're on tour with uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I need some vitamin C. <laughs> and uh, with Barry White over there. Mm. And uh, we've you got... Have so- some Echinacea. <laughs> and uh, uh, JP's with us as well, who's our uh, producer out here in uh, Ireland. Aren't you, I'm just giving the uh, the local flavour, I suppose. Yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Although not so local. Not really, no. Not really, no. I'm kind of out of my comfort zone up here. Yeah, yeah. Up, up here in Belfast. So, what on earth can you mean? <laughs> you think you are. <laughs> uh, but uh, do uh, do get in touch this morning if you are up and about. Why you up, as, as we like to do on the show, is, uh, is celebrate the, 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 the slight moan uh, of being up early on a Sunday morning. Why are you yeah, up? I need a hot water bottle. Right, you need to stop that now. I can't. No, I mean... Yeah, no, I know you can't, but I mean... But do. <laughs> All right, OK. Well, if you're going to be that sort of host... Because <laughs> it's, you know, there's ladies... Why am I up in the morning? Because I have ungrateful friends. That's why I am up on a Sunday. <laughs> Give us your... <laughs> He's going. <laughs> He's out of here. Eight twelve fifteen is the uh, is the text, of course, as usual. So if you're up and about, why are you up? What are you doing? Uh, I mean, I know it's kids mainly. Uh, my my daughter was up at quarter to six, uh, throwing up, uh, which was uh, why I was up early this morning. So why are you up this morning? Maybe it's kids. Maybe it's work. Maybe it's just a, a new dog. I don't know. But let us know what you're doing up this early on a Sunday morning because it's not natural. Eight twelve fifteen on the text. Jason. Manford. Absolute radio. Not just us up this morning, Bill. Lots of people up. No. I've <laughs> got Barry White in the building. Yeah. Uh, this morning, uh, loads of people uh, already up and about for loads of different reasons as well. That's oh, what I like. Yeah. Uh, somebody's just text uh, gone fishing. Not even put their name on. Just I quite like that. That's like, that's a very, very old school. Isn't it? I imagine that's like, you know, that that's any time in the last 150 years. Gun vision. Gun fishing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Amy from Maidstone is, uh, I'm currently uh, running 10k at Hyde Park for Alzheimer's research. Uh, I presume raising money rather than... Yeah. I don't think that's the actual Running research. towards a lab. Yes. Uh, I, Natasha's doing a half marathon at Hampton Court. A lot of people running and about this morning. It's very popular. Uh, Ruby Hardy and her dad on her way to a dance competition. That's the thing with kids. You've got it's a, There's a lot of... Sunday activity. Taking them to all over the place, yes. At the weekends. A lot of that. Your weekends are not your own anymore. The activities. The thing is, is when you... Did you do anything? You did football. You were a football referee, weren't you? I was a football of referee. Of a weekend. I was, yes. Then you, sir, are a fool. <laughs> I was. What were you fool. thinking? I was just thinking 15 quid for 90 minutes work. I'm trying to think what I... Uh, we, I never had any formal activity whatsoever. The Cubs, I think I did three weeks. Oh, I did everything. I did... Cubs, Beavers, uh, Scouts. I did yeah. them all. Yeah, I did, I did everything. I yeah. didn't go venture. I didn't, know, I didn't do venture Scouts. I did um, Duke of Edinburgh. As I recall, the venture Scouts were women. No, they were like the next level on. I thought the venture Scouts were just all ladies. 
Well, I would have definitely done it. I seem to recall as a young boy, and admittedly, we are talking about a different century for me. Yeah, but when you... Yeah, I mean, Baden Powell was still in charge, wasn't he, when you... Oh. <laughs> oh. The phone. Ne- I nearly Gordon Browns you right in the face then with an iPhone. Wow. Wow. Wasn't he still in charge of that? <laughs> I was all Mosey still kicking about, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I got my first phone, I had to read the alphabet out for Mr. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you're about this morning, uh, 8 12 15 on the text uh, let's see on the, and Twitter as well people uh, are up and about Alex Jones off, off of the, the one show uh, has just tweeted as well to say uh, Bordar which is uh, Yay. a bit of Welsh do Bordar, the, love d- it. it's a bit of Welsh Bordar Get I you. can't do the, you can do the accent Bordar great no uh, but she's up and about this morning uh, she's asking uh, her followers are you running swimming or cycling uh, for sport relief today she's heading to the Olympic Park to oh, do so it's her, a sport relief it's stuff sport relief on Friday oh, just right. now. yeah uh, so uh, yeah if you're up and about and you did something for them uh, how about people that aren't up and about want to do something should I get them going Oh, yes. Okay, so, Phil, Phil, I don't know what you've got planned, so go on. What, what, what do you uh, we're plan? amalgamating bands today. It's a time of austerity and cuts. Yes. I think I'm amalgamating bands. So uh, that's what, what we want is is you to smash two bands together so they work as one artist from now on. Okay, so get your because, brains going now. Okay, so Sham 69 Inch Nails. Okay. Waterboy Zone. Spice Girls Allowed. Oh, that's good. You see, there we go. Hot, hot heat wave. Nice. U2 Unlimited. I can't, Ro- stop, I can't Ro- stop thinking about Spice Girl Aloud. <laughs> Rolling Stone Roses. Very good. Uh, you, you're doing a lot. The Sam Smiths. I, uh, this is what I do. <laughs> the Sam Smiths. There we go. Yeah, okay, so that's, that's our little game that'll hopefully get your brains going a little bit. James Taylor Swift. <laughs> two bands together. Just smashing two artists together artists. to make one artist. That's All what right. we want. Come on. Let, let's have a, let's let's have a play that. of that, then. There's no prize. It's, it's only pride. It's just for a bit of fun. It's, it's a little bit of fun, that's all. Tessa! <laughs> uh, <so> Tessa! Tessa! <laughs> me and Phil have been doing terrible uh, Bruce Forsyth impressions. Imagine two doughy men wandering around a flat <laughs> doing Brucey at each other for hours at a time. Jason, <laughs> your sex shooter is ready. <laughs> Phil, I, I just did another five minutes in bed. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Radiohead tickets went on sale this week and then went like just sold out in a matter of seconds a lot of miserable radio head fans this week and then uh, then the tickets sold out so right <laughs> that was a little you joke there see what you did there see what did. basically uh, I mean I don't know if I could watch a full concert I, I do I like the odd track but full no, night no you, you want yeah no you want to engage with that my friend yeah? They're very, very good. I don't know if I could watch I'm them. not even a fan, and I can see that they're very, very good. Oh, I like them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, I, I like, and I like listening to the odd song, but I don't know if I could go to the... I mean, are you sat down at their gigs? I mean, it doesn't feel like a place to... St- you stood? What? Are you dancing? What's the deal? You, you just have a... Crying? Are you, you crying? A, you have a good think. <laughs> yeah. You stand there in a field, you have a good old think. <laughs> you watch Tom bouncing around. I do like a bit of Tom York, to be fair. I like I like how honest he is as well. He's really angry about ticket touts getting all of the tickets, which I, I, I like that in an artist. Has, because he, has he thought about a way around it at all? He's tried his best. Apart- as much as they've done like any of us do when we sort of put tickets on, on for sale, uh, he's done his best, but um, uh, these scumbags just get, get hold of them and... There's nothing you can do. I'd, oh. I'd, oh, it winds me up. Oh, the free market. Yeah, why it's not? It's just it's illegal, but it's it's illegal. It winds me up. I mean, sometimes I turn up and I'm annoyed because somebody on the front row's paid three times the price as somebody on the second row. Mm. Oh my god, he gets my goat, Philip. 
Lana Del Rey Davis. Oh, you're still playing that game, right? Sorry, I'm, I'm having a never little moment. Stop. Right, well, let's have a look, look before we do that. Let's uh, let's see who else is up and about because I did ask you to text in. It seems unfair for me not to uh, to read some of them out. Uh, Jonathan and Patrick are off to Alton Towers. Very nice. Uh, who else is up? Uh, morning, Jason and Phil. Big shout out to me, Amy, and Tash. Uh, Twenty mile run at nine a.m. Marathon training. She says, "Love waking." I'm imagining up to you a lady Sunday. now with a full moustache like Tom Selleck. When she said Amy and Tash, I imagined <laughs> yes. Amy with her big Tom yes, Selleck moustache, just jogging, <laughs> just going out for a run. I like the. Ta- I want the Tash to get a shout out, but with well. the Magnum PI music playing as she runs along. <laughs> JP, you a morning person? Uh, yeah, well, I used to do a breakfast show, so yeah, yeah. But I was up at half two this morning, so that was pushing it just. That's a bit. not getting up. That's that's getting staying going to up, bed. Yeah, staying up and then driving up from Dublin. Yeah, mm. it's not even that long a drive. Why, why are we up so early? Because I was worried I wouldn't find this place. Oh, yeah, no, we are in the middle of, like, an industrial estate it's, in Belfast. It's out of, it's out of the way, yeah. Mm. You can say that. Mm. Yeah, you can say that, all right. Uh, 8.12.15 on the text this morning, and uh, Phil, as ever, likes to uh, uh, start an austerity game of mashing up uh, some of the uh, the bands and, and artists together. Kanye Westlife. Oh, that, no, you see, the thing is, you're mentioning a lot of these that I think, I've watched that. <laughs> like, if that, beca- if that was, like, a like a tribute band. I, I just, I, you know what? I wouldn't go and see Kanye Westlife gigging, but I'd go to the press conference. <laughs> Tommy says, simply red hot chilli peppers. There you go. That's, that's, that's the pretty stuff good, isn't we're it? looking for. There's some good ones here. Uh, let's have a look. Um, the Nolan Sister Sledge. Yes. I'd go and see them. <laughs> Definitely would. Uh, and uh, Lyndon says, uh, Jesse Jay-Z. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like I'm that. having that. Like that. So, were Elton John Lennon? Yeah. So, any time... We're, we're mashing these... Uh, yes. Bands Austeri- and Austerity together. bands. It's just a little fun game. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's no prize. There's, there's nothing. Somebody's already texted in. Is there a prize? I'm like, no, Is no, there a prize? Why has there always got to be a prize? What? Why has there always got to be a prize, Phil? Well, is, we live in entitlement culture. Did I not say that properly? Is that what you have to... I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't know I mean, my voice. The, I went too the pair of us. Well, I think you said it very don't, well. Let's not do Bruce again. <laughs> we start that again. Um, I, uh... I, well, the reason we're doing Bruce... I'm going to tell you the reason we're doing Bruce is because I've got a voicemail on my phone, which I can't find now, annoyingly, but I've got a voicemail on my phone, which is Bruce Forsyth telling me off... And uh, I was gonna do, I was gonna mention this one week on the show, but we may as well do it this week. So I did a show with Brucey about uh, three years ago, and um, it was uh, it was it was for Brucey's Hall of Fame for uh, BBC One. And I sang a song. I did a, a, a tribute to Les Dawson, where he sings um, a song and, and gets it wrong, and it's all very funny. So I sang the same song, and uh, but they kept ringing me. They kept ringing me, and I was busy filming something. And they kept ringing me, saying, "Can you tell us what key you want to sing?" This was the producer. Do you want to sing uh, sing the song in? Because Bruce is learning it on the piano, so he needs to know the the, the key. And I. I just didn't get round to doing it because I had to find a musician to go, what key am I on? and all that sort of stuff, and not got round to it. So four or five missed calls I got uh, from Bruce, uh, from Bruce's uh, producer, and then I got a, a missed call. <laughs> and when I got the voicemail, it was Forsyth, right? And I remember it word for word because it was so perfectly. He went, so this is how he started. He goes, um, he goes, Manfred. Uh, not Manfred, I mean Manfred. Uh, I've got a friend called Manfred, he's a German. Right, which is my favourite bit of the... <laughs> he just got that wrong, straight off the bat. Manfred. He's, and then my, the, my favourite quote now, 
which I use all the time, uh, he goes, um, now, listen, Jason, I, I don't want to start on a row. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't want to start on a row. But you need to get the key to the producers. And so he, he left this message, and he was very nice, and then he sort of said, oh, I'm looking forward to working with you and all that. And then right at the end, he goes, uh, he goes, so, uh, anyway, anyway, my love, I- I'll see you soon, I'll see you soon. But it is an emergency. <laughs> he was very serious about it, and uh, and so and he was very nice when I met him and stuff, and it was all fine. But I did think about as a um, as a as a text in or as a as a as a phone in for the show. Any time you've had a bit of a telling off from a celebrity, yeah, that's quite a good one, isn't it? Mm. A telling off of a celebrity because I've I've actually I've had a couple. I I know about your favourite one. Which one? Bet Midler. Oh, Bet Midler. I'll tell you that one in a minute. That one's, that one's oh, crikey. Let me just. I, what I'll need to do is, while we're playing the ads and a song, is I'll need to work out how to tell that story with none of the expletives that Bet <laughs> Midler included. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So later on in the show, I am going to be speaking to somebody who's nominated a dick. <laughs> Whoa, that was close. That was close. I was so close to saying it, and yeah. I didn't. DIY wicks. That's what wow. I meant to say. Wow, <laughs> that was so close. <laughs> 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 JP nearly cried. Oh, yeah. Whoo! So we start again. Okay. Later on in the show. Now I don't want to start on an obscenity. <laughs> DIY wicks. <laughs> wow! That was close. <laughs> Woo! We, I knew we should have gone with B&Q. That would never have happened. <laughs> yeah, <you're right>. <laughs> <laughs> DIY Wicks Heroes is what's happening later on uh, in the show. So if you know somebody who, uh, without which, uh, <laughs> without which, you, um, your home would be, you know, rack and ruin, uh, then uh, get in touch. If you, you know, someone who puts up shelves, paints a bedroom, or just builds a treehouse, whatever that it is to improve your life, we want to hear about this wonderful person i should do the voiceover now i could get i could nick tim spall's gig easily easily wicks not that not. wicks that's pretty no, no he's he's more he goes wicks like that yeah he? so he's got a sort of slight little yeah like a jolliness to it Weeks. That's the one. <laughs> Please honour the service uh, by nominating them for this prestigious title, which I will repeat, a DIY Wix hero. There you go. Whoa. Text on 81215, or you can call me on 033-123-1215 to nominate your hero. They'll get 250 quid's uh, worth of uh, gift vouchers, and uh, you get to nominate a song as well. So uh, nominate your DIY hero. Thanks to Wix. Let's do it right. Uh, and let's quickly move on from that. Uh, faux pas. Uh, so we had a little. We've had a little play this morning of um, mashing up. Uh, you had some great ones, mate. There's been some crackers, yeah. Mm. So uh, Phil has likes to play a little game uh, when he comes on the show uh, during this time of austerity. Mm. So we're mixing uh, song, uh, not songs, uh, artists and uh, bands together. We've got some crackers here. Neil says Nickelback, Street Boys, like that. Yeah, I like that. Ten C Celo Green, yeah. I'm having a bit of that. What, have you got some more there, Phil? Well, of course I haven't. I like your ones. What about Scylla Black Sabbath? Yes. Yes? I've got a really niche one here for those of you that recall the 1960s. Drake Thackeray. I can actually hear tumbleweed blowing. <laughs> actually hear the John tumbleweed. in London says uh, Billy Ocean Colosseum. Yeah. You having that? These are fabulous. 
These are good. Uh, Jeno says, uh, boys to men at work. Yeah. This is what we're after. That's the yeah. sort of thing we're after. Yeah. I love but it. then what I like about these is then you imagine that artist playing. That's what I like about them as well. I, I liked uh, Madonna Summer. Madonna Summer would be amazing. I, I, can, I can imagine that, uh, you know, our gay listeners are like, there's a thought! <laughs> Listen to this one. Tommy, once again, he's on fire, Tommy. Yeah. Carly, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, What yeah. a gig that'd be! That would be something, wouldn't it? That'd be unbelievable. Mm. Uh, so, and the other thing I was asking this morning was uh, whether you'd ever uh, been told off by a celebrity. So I, I had this um, phone call from Bruce Forsyth once, already told me off. Yeah. I don't want to start on a row. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, Phil very kindly uh, <laughs> mentioned uh, one of my many other um, celebrity faux pas, because I'm not good around them. I'm not good around a celeb. Yeah. When I meet them, I still feel like not worthy. I feel a bit like I shouldn't be here, you know. So I um, I get a bit nervous, and I often uh, find myself in situations that you know that I shouldn't. And what happened was I was doing Royal Variety, and uh, a few years back, and um, I was I was on with uh, I think Peter K was host, and there's quite a lot of big stars on the Royal Variety as you as you as you remember every Christmas, and. Um, uh, Paddy McGuinness, not that he's one of the big stars, but Paddy McGuinness was also on the bill, and we sort of had, like, a friendly rivalry all day where we were getting photos of um, celebrities. So, like, Michael Bublé, um, Miley Cyrus was on, you know, all these different people were on. So we were getting all these photos. And then, just before we did uh, a rehearsal, I, I came in and I saw the comics, uh, Penn and Teller. We shared a dressing room with Penn and Teller. Um, and uh, I saw them... A couple of the Hal Cruttenden, I think, and uh, Paddy McGuinness, and a couple Omid Jalili, I think. All these different comics are there. And as I walked over, I saw Paddy, and um, he said, "Hey, look, look, look who's over there!" And I had a little look. And he, <laughs> said, he said, "It's Bet Midler." And I said, "Oh yeah." And uh, he says, "Why don't you go and get a photo with her?" And I said, "Oh, do you know what? Do you know what I might do?" He says, "I've already got one." I said, well, "I'm going, I'm going to go and get one as well, then, Paddy." He said, "Go on, take your camera. No light, no light, you know, like he said." And uh, I went over and I, um, I said, "Excuse me, Miss Midler," because I'm nice like that because I'm a respectful boy. I said, uh, "I said my, my parents are a huge fan. My mum's massive fan. Seen you know, Beaches, First Wives Club's got your albums. You know, just love you to bits." I wondered if I, I could have a photo. She went bonkers like i'm talking she's about five foot two right so i'm six foot she's five foot two she can't even like she, her fingers pointing right into my face it's like she's angry at a plane yes <laughs> exactly she's pointing upwards yeah and she's effing and jeffing she is <laughs> she's calling me a diy wicks <laughs> and she's really angry she's like how dare you i'm paraphrasing obviously i've taken all the swearing out she says how dare you Come over and 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 uh, do this. How dare you say this to me um, when we're here? At the, you know, we're about to go on stage, and I mean, it was a rehearsal. It wasn't the show. Um, how who the who the hell do you think you are? Like she's really angry, and I'm not. I'm going to be honest here, right? I had, like I did actually get tears in my eyes because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like I was mortified. But also at the same time, because of. She, you know, she used to be a comic, and I'm a co like I just started laughing, you know, really nervously. I was like, <laughs> "This must be some sort of joke," but no, she carried on, and she carried on. In the end, security came over, like got and took me out, and I had to get my pass out. I was like, "I'm supposed to be here," like I'm on, I'm on the bill, and um, took me away <laughs> from from Miss Midler. I went back to the comics, 
who had all witnessed this and were all <laughs> doing that thing where they were dying to laugh, but it was awful. And I said, I looked at Paddy, I was like, how did you get a photo? He went, he says, I never, I never did. He said, but I just saw somebody else ask for one and get a rollicking as well. <laughs> <laughs> Set me right up. Have you, have you, um, are you, are you going to get him back one day for that? I will try. I will, I will attempt to get him back one day. But she, I mean, the thing is, everything I've seen about Bette Midler is she's lovely and adorable. I've never heard a bad story about her, which makes me feel, I think maybe I just caught her at a wrong moment. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Roxy Musical Youth. Very good. He's on fire. He's actually not... We've actually not spoke for the whole time <laughs> that the, the songs were on. <laughs> and he's just been sat there, just going through it. Paloma Faith Hill. I like that. That's from Jem in Portsmouth. That's the, uh... Uh, Amy Winehouse Martins. Yee. That's pretty good. Uh, from Shannon and uh, Claire. And uh, Cliff Richard Ashcroft. Oh, wow. That's very good. That's from Tom. Yeah. Uh, some good ones coming in, so keep them uh, coming in as well. And uh, and also after, it's just a, if any time uh, you've had a, a sort of telling off from a celebrity, I mean, you've met a lot of celebrities, you've never been... I'm I'm trying to... Uh, you are delighted. I don't, so. I, I don't, I don't think of, uh, yeah, no, two on the back foot to get a... Yeah. Don't say that word. To get a telling off. A telling off. <laughs> telling off. A telling off. Or just like a tut or a, oh, what are you doing there? Or a, yeah. Oh, yeah, man, no, I, I've got, I, need to, I need to make myself... And, and once again, if ever I've, I've seen anyone and they seem to be off the boil... Yes. I always, I'm like you, I'm going, well, they're having a bad day. They're having That's a bad day, yes. A bad day. Paula, <laughs> Paula in Leamington Spa says, My mum once got told off by Wurzel Gummidge to John Pertwee. <laughs> In uh, in full costume, switching on the Christmas lights in Leamington. He came out of character and said, uh, Love, move out the way for God's sake. <laughs> That's what I'm after. That's what I'm after. Louisa says, Gloria Gaynor's husband complained once because the room was too small. That's, that's the sort of thing we want. <laughs> so, 8.12.15 on the text. Um, uh, if you've had uh, a telling off uh, by a celebrity after my... Um, well, I've told you two now of mine. Um, there's a couple I can't tell you. The, the Lionel Richie story I'll never be able to tell you. <laughs> I, I, I know. I can't ever tell you. I know. I'm, I'm really sorry. I might, That's why I didn't tee that one up. I know. I, thought, I might. I wanted to. I might no, do it in my stand-up no. one, one time. <laughs> I can't tell you on the radio. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Bette Midler and Bruce Forsyth. So I think I'm, I'm winning. I'm winning at the moment. So if you've got a, a, a bigger or better celebrity than that, um, let's see what we've got on the uh, on the Twitter, see mm. if uh, anyone's had, a, had any... Telling off, but it's, it's, it's what you would. The, the thing is, is, is that that you'd have to 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 be told off by a celebrity. What would you have done? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Well, for example, Steph here says uh, on the Twitter says Lee from Steps once told me off uh, for taking a picture without asking when I was eleven. Mm. Uh, Nikki Copeland says uh, Robbie Williams told me off for pinching his bum when I was twelve. Take that early years, I'd do it again. Mm. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Stop. a good. That's a trade off. That most yeah. people would take the uh, take exactly. that hit. <laughs> uh, Ginger the Gatherings is an odd name on the, on Twitter. Says Hello. Michael Barrymore uh, told me off, and my granddad because he didn't like our PA system. Wow, so. that's actually a proper professional telling off. Yes. Indeed, you got a proper professional telling off from uh, Brucey, but I think Midler, you just caught Midler in a bad mood. I think I did, yeah. I think that whole, you know, taking a picture, because yes. people are very, the thing is, is what I always kind of try and put myself, people can get very nervous and can behave in odd ways around you when you're off the 
telly. Yes, I guess so. My favourite thing that I get, and you've seen me do my response to it, is when people uh, take my uh, picture, like, illicitly. Try to take my picture illicitly on the train. (laughs) But what I do is, is I take their photo back and I put it on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) But what I like is they always forget to turn off their flash or the noise of the thing. But what it is, is the pantomime that they do. Oh, why has... my phone done that. <laughs> yeah, like they're pretending to read a text or something, but the phone is up, pointing my, at your face. My favourite one was the woman who went into the massively elaborate pantomime describing the wedding that she'd just been to in Delhi, right? <laughs> wow. And she was showing pictures. She she looked like she was showing pictures to her boyfriend. And this is my auntie, and, and this is my cousin, and I could see the reflection of the phone in the window of the train opposite me, and she took about four photos of me. It was just so hilarious, because <laughs> I could see the photo of the... So you, you don't actually tell them off, you no, like, I wait... No, I just take a photo. And then take a photo, I love take a photo it. back. <laughs> so A12, A12.15 on the text, uh, if you've had a, a telling off by a celebrity. And uh, we'll just keep these uh, mashups going throughout the... Uh, obviously, nine o'clock, but some people set their alarm for nine, so we'll get yeah. a, whole, a whole host we'll of new ones. We'll remind them. We'll remind uh, once them. Once we come back, uh, be Jesus and Mary Chain. You know what, I like that because it's stretchy. I like a stretchy one. Kind of works. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. ZZ Top Loader. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's a good one. Uh, Simon Lee Bonnie Tyler. (laughs) I love a stretcher. (laughs) Love a stretcher. (laughs) Uh, So this morning, uh, we've been playing, for anyone joining us now at 9 o'clock, we've been playing uh, sort of musical mashups. uh, Smashing the bands together. Putting bands together. I'll give give them the the, the ones to explain the concept. Go on then. Spice Girls Aloud. That's the one that we, you know, these are just the Bony M people. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's what we're after. That's the sort of stuff we're after this morning. Kanye West. Life. That's a cracker. That's sort of, that's what we you know. That's uh, what we're doing. Another level forty two. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Marianne Faith No More. <laughs> there you go. You see? <laughs> so that's the sort of thing we're playing. So it, just join in. That, there's, no, there's no prize. There is no, no prize. There's no, there's there is no, no prize. There's also no pressure. We're not givers. Um, so <laughs> 8, 12, 15 uh, on the text. Uh, oh, look at this one. Uh, electric light orchestral manoeuvres in the dark. Like that. That's pretty good, that's isn't it? That's nice. Uh, and just as a, another side thing, we're just sort of talking about and being told off by celebrities after I got yeah. um, a, 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 a bit of a telling off from yeah. uh, Brucey uh, once. Uh, I don't want to start on a row. <laughs> um, and uh, there's some good ones coming in on my uh, Facebook uh, fan page where I just popped it on there. Uh, Mark Cross says, Roy Walker. I mean, and Mark is well out of order here, so he, he deserves a telling off from Roy Walker, who's yeah. a lovely man. Yeah, yeah. Roy Walker went past me at the boxing in Sheffield, so seeing as I'd had a few sherbets inside me, I decided to shout quite loudly, Say what you see, Roy. Oh, Say dear. what you see. Oh, dear. He turned around quickly, looked at me, pointed, and then commented with a lesser spoken TV catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> he literally saw what he saw. Said what he saw. Uh, Mark Wil- Wilkinson says, got told off by Sir Bobby Robson. Was oh. only 13 at the time and won a chance to meet him. And the players was very keen to get Sir Bobby's autograph. Uh, went over and disturbed him during an interview with the radio. He quickly turned around and said, You, son, will wait your turn. Can't you see I'm with this gentleman? Don't be so rude. 
That told oh. me. Taught me some respect, too. Good Lord. Well, I can talk respect by Sir Bobby Robson. That's the thing is, is that people just get a bit giddy, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I that's think that's what what's happening. When they're, around, when they're around the turns. Do you know that great story about um, Sir Bobby Robson uh, signing autographs? Have I told you this? No, come on. So Sir Bobby Robson's in Newcastle. Uh, God love him. Right. Gentleman of football. Yeah. Lovely man. He's in centre of Newcastle and he's at the Waterstones or whatever, signing yeah. his autobiography. And he's getting on a bit by this stage, you know. And uh, and we've we've all done this to a lesser uh, degree, I suspect. And he's signing all these. There's queues of Geordies around the block, mm-hmm. like for miles, yeah. thousands of them wanting to meet the legend. And a fella gets finally after a couple of hours, you know, gets to the front of the queue. And he's nervous, and he hands in the book. All right, so Bobby, he says, all right, he says, uh. I bet you've signed a lot of these today, haven't you? He says, hundreds, lad, hundreds. He signs it. Anyway, the lad's on the bus on the way home and he opens the book and it says, all the best, Bobby Hundreds. (laughs) 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 It's great, isn't it? I've done that myself, though. The amount of times I've written Manford instead of Manchester on a a document. (laughs) Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Some good uh, celeb telling offs, I must you, uh, say. Are they starting to, cr- are they starting to come in now? They absolutely yeah. are. They're, yeah. they're, 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 they're climbing in here. There's, and there's a lot of your uh, mashups as well. So good, good. You can keep Marvelous. them coming in as well. Splendid. Uh, James Taylor Swift's come up a couple of times. Yeah. You like that one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, some of them are real stretches. I like these ones. Give us a stretcher. A Harry Connick Jr. Oh, yes. <laughs> Aha! Iconic <laughs> Junior. It's quite hard. Aha! Oasis to Sledge. Ooh. It's a push one, that, isn't it? That's a tough one. Some people are not getting them at all, though. Mm. Badly drawn Queen. I mean, that, you've not even tried there. <laughs> <laughs> they work on any level. <laughs> Rolling Stone Roses. Yeah, it kind of works. Yeah, we'll have them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the, 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 the celebrity... Uh, oh, it's not working now. The celebrity... Um, uh, telling off, which I quite mm-hmm. like. So we had Roy Walker, we've had Sir Bobby Robson. Yeah. I've given you Bruce Forsyth and uh, Bet Bet going to say Bet Midler. Yeah. Um, Kerry Frampton messaged. She says, "I was working in a supermarket, and Sue Pollard and Gary Wilmot came in together, shopping as a pair. They were doing a play together at the local <laughs> theatre. I mean, you say play. Uh, they were browsing in an aisle I was working with. In all of a sudden, over the tannoy, one of my colleagues shouted, Heidi High Campers.' Oh, Ooh, naughty. Oh, Sue Pollard came straight up to me and shouted in my face. Do you think that's funny? It's not very professional, is it? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't her. It wasn't Gary who did it. Oh wow! Just one of her colleagues, and she says Gary Wilmot was just looking, shaking his head. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being judged by Gary Wilmot. Like I bet he can be quite because he's so lovable. It must be horrible to disappoint him. He must be one but of them the thing celebrities. Is is, uh, is that I don't know why she was told off. Why she was told off is she didn't do it. I guess unless it she just, laughed well, yeah, and pointed. Yeah, maybe she did. Maybe. Did she laugh and point? <laughs> uh, Karen Kangley says, uh, I once got told off by Russell Crowe at an airfield I was working at. His helicopter stopped to refuel <laughs> and he came in and asked me where the restroom was. At 14, I had no idea what a restroom was. Uh, so I t- sent him to the restaurant before I realised he, he meant... <laughs> Bathroom. So I I shouted, oh, excuse me, you mean the bathroom? It's that way. He then thanked me for announcing to the whole room that he needed a wee. Oh. That sounds a bit like Crow. It's not very Australian, is it? 
<laughs> Normally they don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, Hannah Caller says, Never been told off by a celeb, but I was embarrassed in front of one once. The great Dame Judy Dench came into the zoo I worked at and I was talking to her about a parrot we had. Can I just stop you there? <laughs> Dames at zoos. I love it. If you've seen a dame in a zoo, that's what I want. Uh, we were talking to her about a parrot we had. She asked if he was friendly. I said, oh, yes, he's very friendly. And I picked him up. Then he climbed on my hand and bit me really hard. And then said sorry. I love the parrot went, Arr. sorry. <laughs> love that. I don't know what I was thinking. Jackie Mitchell. Uh, Frank Bruno shouted at my daughter for jumping in a puddle without wellies. It worked. I'd been nagging her for the whole way along the path. She kept ignoring me until Frank Bruno was behind us and said, Jennifer, get out of that puddle. <laughs> <laughs> Never has a child moved so fast. Wow. I love that. Uh, and last one was uh, Joanna said, uh, Charlene Spiteri uh, from uh, Texas. Mm. Uh, started an argument with the audience about whether a Jaffa cake was a cake or a biscuit. <laughs> I love the mid-songs chats that singers have sometimes. Especially when they spiral out of control. Yeah, I love Charlene, though. She's great. Into a she? table flipper. Uh, a dis- a, I disagreed with her, and she called me an expletive. Wow. <laughs> that she got annoyed about it. I met her a few years later at uh, Doncaster Races, and I rem- reminded her of it. Is the, is the Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit, though? That's the question. Is it? Well, okay. Here's my here's where I draw the line. Go on. Cakes don't come in packets of twenty. A no. cake is a cake. You mm. either buy a cake, maybe you'll buy like a bag of four, or maybe you'll buy a big one, but you don't buy a pack of twenty cakes. It's a biscuit. Mm. I know what you're saying. It's a soft biscuit. <laughs> like a macaroon is a biscuit. I think Legally speaking... I can basically hear the internet groaning under the weight of this argument already. I think, legally speaking... Legally. Legally speaking, because it went to court. It went to VAT, like, they took them to court. Oh, was, are, are they differently graded, then? Yes, because your biscuit has VAT on it. Right. I think the biscuit has a VAT on it because it's a luxury uh, product or whatnot. And your biscuit, I might be getting this totally wrong. Are you telling me a value-save rich tea is a luxury product? Apparently so. Apparently so. Look at you. Your biscuit gets your VAT, whereas... Don't some tilt reason, your head at me like the that. The cake doesn't. <laughs> your biscuit? Your biscuit, Phil. Oh, yeah, now we're in your comfort zone. <laughs> Let me tell you about biscuits. Mate, I'm, I'm sure even by now someone will be texting in about this. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Uh, the cake slash biscuit debate. The, the Jaffa cake thing is, is a big Do you want deal. me to, to give you a Spateri-style expletive over this no, counter? I'm sure... It's look, a biscuit. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it is a cake. I mean, you know, not everything that's called something is something. That's quite right. I mean, I watched a never-ending story the other day. It's an hour and 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What AI order? (laughs) One Direction, I've got a song called Best Song Ever. It's not. It's not even in top ten. So, but, well, we'll, someone will tell us. Let's find out. Let's play a song and we'll find out uh, whether the Jaffa cake is... That's the sort of... Highbrow conversation rather this morning. What? Just I'm pretty sure it is though. I've, I think it's a cake. Surely there must be some kind of food ombudsman that can make that judgment for the us. The VAT did it. Right, they right. did it. Jason Manford. Manford and Sunny Boy Williams. <laughs> there you go. Nice. There you go. Look at that. Uh, but more importantly, yes. The Jaffa cake. Uh-huh. Uh, lots of text, as you'd imagine. Of course. Some people are getting angry about it. Yeah. Phil B. Jason. It's easy. It's not called the Jaffa biscuit, is it? All right, Phil B. It's just a light-hearted radio subject. Okay, but the thing is, is is what I say is, is is it is it in the cake section at the supermarket? Right, it's not. It's not in the. No, obviously, 
It's not in there. All I'm it? asking for is consistency. Right. Well, the consistency is actually... It's a cake. Perfectly willing to accept it's a cake. The consistency then is one of the, the reasons section. it's a cake. No, but look, look. Then put it in the cake section. The ingredients, because it's mostly sponge. Right, yeah. Right? Good. I'm not disagreeing with a word you're saying. Put it in the cake section at the supermarket. No, don't be ridiculous. Let's <laughs> <laughs> kick it off. Are you stupid? Put it in the cake section. Why would you put it in the cake section? Because it's a cake. It's, legally, it's a cake because of the VAT. That's just a scam by McVitie's. I'm putting it out there, McVitie's. <laughs> I know it was said in 1991, but you know you are, you've had the you've had the VAT over there. That you've totally have. You've, because the chocolate covered biscuit is is supposed to have VAT on it, whereas your chocolate covered cake doesn't. But you're you're on. What are you on? How can you put a packet of Jaffa cakes in the cake section? Because they're cakes. No, Phil. Oh, like make big... up your mind what side you're on. I'm on the I'm on the side of organisation in the in in the supermarket. I like the way it's laid out. Cakes should be with cakes. No, but it's not. It's 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 oh, not. Shall I take the eggs to the hardware section for you? Now you're being ridiculous. No, am I? Yeah, no, you are. The cake the cake section is. I for don't cakes. want to start on Listen, a I row. Don't start on a row. <laughs> the cake section is for cakes. The biscuit section is for biscuits. Now, don't get me wrong. The Jaffa cake, while legally speaking, is a cake, so we don't have to pay VAT on it. By the way, let's not spoil this, because if the VAT are listening, <laughs> and they suddenly go, let's have a little review of that case, and suddenly they're back in court again, and they use this transcript of this conversation in court, and suddenly we now have to pay an extra 12.5% or whatever it is on top of our Jaffa cakes. People will be living... We mate, will be outcasts, Phil. Mate, mate, I don't like them. You don't like Jaffa cakes? No, they're horrible. What? Well, keep your nose out, then. <laughs> keep your nose out. It's got nothing to do with you. You are well out of your jurisdiction. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Jaffa cake, and I will defend their right to be in the biscuit aisle. In fact, they can be wherever they want. That's how nice they are. How do you not like a Jaffa cake? Oh, I can't make up his mind what it is. Orange, chocolate, sponge? Oh, you don't like things with more than one thing in it? <laughs> hey, hey. No, no I, I, you know what? Long story short, sweet stuff. I don't really like sweet stuff. Right, well, you, you... So you're just arguing for the sake of arguing. I'm not. I'm genuinely not. It's just I don't much care for a Jaffa cake. What about a big Jaffa cake? Because apparently, in the original court case in 1991... They it, took a massive one in there. They, they baked a big one to prove that Henry, it was a cake. Henry McGee, I believe, or, right. was it, or was it Victor Spinetti, was the Jaffa cake man, had a big one on his head, and used to run around going, there's orangey. In the adverts, it's a true story. Oh, right. I don't, I... Well, you wouldn't know that because you're 12. <laughs> I'm not. I don't remember that. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. A lot of people getting het up over the... Jaffa cake uh, debacle. I got a celebrity telling off. You, d- <laughs> you did. <laughs> Glad I got one now. Got now you've got in. one. I'll have to text the show. Uh, so, some people are trying to uh, keep the peace amongst us. Uh, Tracy K says uh, Jaffa cake is obviously a hybrid. End of argument, boys. A shimmerer, if you will. If you will, yes. Uh, a lot of people are saying that the the basic rule of thumb is when uh, biscuits go off, they go soft. When cakes go off, they go hard. Jaffa cakes go hard when they go off. Hence, that's why it's a cake. But I would say, how do you know that the Jaffa cake goes hard when it goes off? Because I, they've never been around long enough in my house to to go off. Because they're gone. Hmm. Some of them you buy in a tube with a lid on them that you can put the lid back on when you're mm-hmm. finished yet i've never used that lid 
What did I have for my breakfast yesterday? I don't know. I put it on the internet. I think you saw it. Probably, but what what we have to remind oysters. Oh, you did have oysters for breakfast. breakfast. You are classic. Why are we talking about the Jaffa cakes? Because I I actually went to the theatre and I got my top hat for my Lord Scrumptious costume to put it on to go and have my breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Phil Jupiter are currently in Belfast uh, and we are uh, we're in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang yeah. at the Grand Opera House for the and next I'm week. I'm loving St George's Market in Belfast, I'm oh, telling yeah. you. Some good, what are we going to have after, after the show? Right, we're going down and I found a place that does it. It does Belfast Baps. It's yeah. amazing. That's not a woman, by the way. No. And uh, Belfast Baps. And uh, it is uh, liver and onions with bacon. Right. And I'm like, what? You're putting dinner in a roll. I'm in. Oh, and then I said to this nice. woman, I said, you put liver and bacon and onions in a roll. And she went, aye, I'll put a wee bit of cheese on it for you as well. Cheese and... No, I'm not into that. You're not? Not putting cheese on liver. You watch this. You watch this. Boy. I like liver. I'm one of them. I'm one of them strange people. But you watch me attack that. The thing is, though, you've got to be careful with like the... A, like a honey badger. Because <laughs> you like, um, like you like a bit of, like, tripe and that, don't you? You're sort of a... I like awful. You're like old... 54, I'm an old man. You're old school. Yeah. I remember rationing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... It's kind of weird, isn't it, in a way? Because I'm... My mum... I tell you what, here's something I used to eat. Have you ever had stuffed heart? No. Sheep's hearts? No. We're stuffing in. No. They're lovely. No, no. Stuffed not, heart. No, it doesn't sound nice. No, I'll tell you the problem is, right, there's a load of stuff like that. Tripe, um, ox cheek... That's mm, that's lovely. Good cheap. Yeah. Now these are these are all na- these things are like dirt cheap. Like you go to the supermarket, they they cost hardly anything until Jamie Oliver gets his hands on them. Jamie Oliver did a, a thing a little while back. Ox cheek. Right. I used to get ox cheek for. I mean, the guy was even giving me sometimes. Like when I went into yeah. some bacon and what. Oh yeah, I have them. Nobody buys them. They're like four or five quid now. That's Oliver's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Is he ruining... He winds me he's up. He's ruining awful for you. He's, anything anything he gets his hands on. Yeah. Bang, the price goes up. <sighs> sort it out, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay away from stuff. Okay. Just stay away from new stuff. Just stick to the other stuff that, you know, that people are already spending a fortune on. All right. Winds me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, no, I did find yesterday, right? So so I went the other day and oh, I, yeah. I went and I got your, your roll to make, you know, I, went, I, got, I got a little wheat and loaf mm. for our breakfast the other day. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the guy at the little bakery store, he, he, he went, he went uh, I've got these wee potato farms that have got black pudding baked into them. And I'm like, mate, no, I'm really all black right. Black pudding baked in the bread? Baked into, like, so- Are you into that, JP? Falls. I'm having that, yeah. You're like a, a soda file with black pudding baked into it. And oh. I, no, I'll be all right, mate. I'll just have the loaf. And he went, I got and have one. I went, no, really, mate, I'll just have the loaf. I'll stick one in the bag for you. I'm right. Wow. And he put one in the bag for me anyway. He gave me a freebie. And he's like a crack dealer to Yeah. Me. And so, of course, I had one. I went back there yesterday, bought nine. Of course. <laughs> like a, gate- not, a gateway not, loaf. Literally, I'm just... Last night, I was up till four in the morning frying black pudding files, eating oh, them and crying. Crikey. <laughs> it's like sitting there in the middle of the floor with nothing on, eating <laughs> eating hot fat files with black pudding in them, going, why did you give the first one to me? <laughs> <laughs> Mike says, um, that, and I mean, I know you're not a sweet tooth man, but uh, as a... As a man like myself, who mm. does like a sweet does, he says you should try the dark chocolate Jaffa cakes. If you're not too into the too sweet stuff, the dark chocolate ones, he says, there's something else. I think the Jaffa cakes all have dark chocolate. On. There's no, they're not very milk. much. There's they're, not milk ones, no, are yeah, there? Yeah, they're very much milk chocolate. Really? Yeah, milk chocolate, orange sponge. I've never had a milk chocolate Jaffa cake. They're always plain. Me neither. I think you're winding us up. No, it's a darker kind of chocolate. It's a d- all uh, Jaffa uh, maybe cakes. it's not milk chocolate, but it's definitely not dark chocolate. 
th- these are specific. This is Mike in Carrick Fergus. I wish I was <laughs> in, in Carrick Fergus. Fergus. My favourite Irish song. It's my go-to Irish song. <laughs> Whenever I'm stuck for an Irish song, you should have <laughs> done it on Nolan. Nights in Ballygrand. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Stop! What are you fiddling? I'm just fiddling. I'm You're sorry. Fiddling with that, Mike. I'm, Honestly, I'm that's fiddling. the first noise that comes out of a lovely Steve Miller band track there. I know. The Joker, which is a classic. I'm sorry. And it's like, oh, I'm not as professional as you. I was what, looking at in some... what way professional? See, how far am I from the microphone? I know, but you've got a cold, so it's a... I could lean in. <laughs> Don't do that. So the other day, I went to see um, uh, Deadpool, the the, uh, the film. I know, I, your second visit. Yes, yeah, so we went, me and Phil went together when we were in Southampton. Mm. It's brilliant. Have you seen it, JP? I have seen it. It's, it's good, very it? funny. Yeah. It's very funny. It's a giggle. It's a giggle. I did say to the producers, oh, I might talk about um, Deadpool on, on air, so if you can get, like, a clip from the show, uh, from the film... No, there's no clips. There's, there's, there's there no suitable moment in the film. Not one. That you could play on there. Okay. It's filth. But it's brilliant and very funny. Um, so anyway, I went to, so I went to see it with Phil. And it was one of those films that I thought, do you know what? My parents will love this. It's the sort of film that they would love. Like my dad especially. Yeah. So we went to see it. I had one day off. We got back to Manchester. I said, right, I'm taking you to, to the cinema. Mum and dad and my two brothers. Uh, or two of my brothers. We went to see it. And uh, we sat there. We paid a pound extra to sit in these mad chairs that moved. With the, have, you, have you had them, JP? These are the reclining ones. No, not just reclining. Like, they move with the action. Oh. So you're like car chases, you're like... And you can turn the intensity... Like my brothers, who are like a little bit younger than me, both of them right up full intensity. Turn around to my dad. Off. He turned his off. <laughs> I'm not having this. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> He's like popcorn going everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, went to see Deadpool. And uh, my mum is a nightmare in any film-watching scenario. And I forgot how much of a nightmare she is. You know what I'm saying? She's that sort of person who... So, like, you'll be watching a film and she'll, straight away, like, ten minutes in, she'll be like, who's this now? Is this... You know what I mean? (laughs) Is he he a goodie or what? You're like, I've been watching it for the same length of time as you. (laughs) Like, I I don't know any more information than you know. She does it all the time. Um, She, uh... Also, she occasionally, um, <laughs> she went, she said once, um, we, we were watching a film, about five minutes into the film, she went, oh, it's, a, it's so sad that he dies. <laughs> we're about five minutes in. I went, what? I said, why have, you, why have you told me that? She said she'd read the book. She'd read the book. <laughs> and, and so she knew what was going to happen. Anyway, we got to the end of the film, the character does die, she's sobbing her heart out, my mum, and I said... Why are you crying? Like, out of everyone in the cinema, you knew that this was going to happen. She said, I thought they might change it for the film. <laughs> <laughs> She's adorable. Anyway, so we went to see uh, Deadpool. And, uh, it's, like I said, it's a great film. But before it, the last trailer of, uh, of the trailer section was for Batman vs Superman, which is out uh, this Thursday, I think, mm. this Thursday, Friday, and is uh, CGI... Uh, galore, ridiculous. It's well over the top. It's crazy, but it looks brilliant. I'm, I'm going to see a midnight showing of it on uh, Thursday after Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with the cast. And uh, anyway, it comes on. Batman's fighting Superman. They're all going for it, punching each other and firing and flying all over the place. And my mum, what my mum does is she lets things just they seep into her brain for a bit, and then 20 minutes later she'll comment on it 
as if it's just happened. <laughs> so 20 minutes in, Deadpool started. The film's on. And she leans over to me and she goes, Jace. <laughs> I said, what? She went, surely Batman can't win that fight because Superman... <laughs> <laughs> she, and this is the phrase she uses, because Superman's magic. <laughs> I, was, I was like, all right. Even though I'm in a cinema, I'm trying to whisper, I went, Superman's not magic. He gets his powers from our son because he's from Krypton. All oh, right, okay. Then another maybe 10 or 15 minutes goes by, and then my mum says something which will now become one of those family quotes, right, you know, that you'll use forever. She, she turns to my brother and she goes, Was it Batman who was bit by a bat? <laughs> <laughs> was he bit by a bat? That was, and my brother goes, That was Spider Man. And she goes, Spider-Man was bit by a bat. <laughs> so this is the conversation we're having, right, in the cinema. And I, um, so I mentioned it on uh, on Facebook when it happened, and um, and I was just interested to hear from other people who it doesn't have to be a mom or a pet, but it, you know that sort of ilk of a person that you bring mm. to the cinema who just spoils it but doesn't get it you know um michelle appleton says i once went to the cinema with my mum to see bicentennial man uh, we got to the counter she asked for two tickets to see bisexual man <laughs> very different film very different film um this is my favorite one of my favorites uh, vivian says my lovely mum uh, watched superwoman the movie and as she flew through the air my mum went that's a bit far-fetched <laughs> 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 I love it. That is exactly what I'm after. Uh, so eight, twelve, fifteen on the text. Uh, just mums at cinemas, mums watching films. Uh, just I'm, I'm, I want to hear from you. Have you ever walked out of a film? Uh, yes, um, some, what, a film with Liz Hurley about when she played the devil. Oh, bedazzled! Yeah. The remake of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore's Bedazzled. And I got free tickets because I was working for the cinema at the time, and I was like, this. Uh, this is not worth missing the last bus for. Yeah, yeah. So I left. Yeah. Awful, you? awful. Now, um, no, I nearly walked out of talk radio, the Oliver Stone film, but because it made me feel... Because it was too good. Oh, It's okay. just about... It's just... All it is is Eric Bogosian in front of a microphone like you now. Talking. Oh, right. For, that's all it is. It, no. It's one shot. Oh, wow. And it's so claustrophobic, and, you know, Ooh. you know what's going to happen to the guy at the end, and you're just, like, getting really, really... <laughs> and it was so harrowing that Have I nearly walked out. Has, has anyone ever recommended a film that was so bad or so harrowing or so like sick or awful or violent that you then uh, have to rethink your friendship with that person <laughs> i've had it a couple of times where they've gone you were gonna love this what and i think you don't know me at all what i quite like is when you go to a film and you've gone to it and you kind of mutually agreed to go to a film and then you come out and you both think it's crap yes and you both <laughs> go that that well and but you're like you're kind of skating around because you go well that would, uh, was um I, well, and it's I saw... just for the first person to break the dam and go it was crap wasn't it <laughs> oh my god thank god you said that <laughs> I went to see uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane the other day oh yeah uh, which is good but about three quarters of the way through it becomes a different film like if you nodded off you would think you it'd become a different film it is <laughs> mad crazy Jason Manford absolute a lot of, uh... Terrible. Did you have a little cough then? <laughs> Unbelievable. After you told me off of like touching the microphone. Well, I, you know what? They're fading us up together. When I'm not driving a show, what happens happens. Oh, no, you no, brought no, a whatever. sick man on air. Right, look, I'll just take your, I'll take your mic down <laughs> then for a bit. Yeah, you do that. 
81215 is the text number this morning uh, into the uh, last hour of the show. We're Phil Jupiter, we're in Belfast, mm. and we are uh, in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on tour. We are. Uh, only two venues left for us uh, yeah. this, in this stretch. In this, in this bit. Yeah, we've got Stoke. We've got to Stoke on Trent next. We do indeed. And then South End. And then South End. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, then we're back in... Uh, Sometime, I don't know, September, something I'm, like that. I'm back from Canterbury in August. I'm back from uh, Northampton in Ooh, September. Nice. Uh, so, uh, talking about uh, mums and cinemas this morning, mums and movies this morning, uh, some texts coming through, 8, 12, 15, is, uh, <laughs> I like these ones where you just overhear other people. Claire in Orpington says, I watched London Has Fallen. Have you seen the advert for London Has Fallen? Yes. It's a lot of... You know, explosions. explosions. Yeah, okay. um, I could hear someone else's mum two seats away just ke- just kept saying, "Oh dear, oh no," <laughs> just all the way through. <laughs> oh dear, I love that. Oh crikey, I like a bit of that. <laughs> um, Tom has uh, as, as, uh, messaged in as well. He says, "My memory of my mum is her saying she didn't want to watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind because she hadn't seen the first two. <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. That is unbelievable. Mm. And uh, Sally Cole says, I went to see A Little Bit of Heaven a few years back with my 20-year-old daughter at the time. The film features Whoopi Goldberg in heaven. My daughter, out loud, for all to hear, uh, states, Oh, my God, I didn't know Whoopi Goldberg was dead. <laughs> wow. In a film. In a Ooh. film. People don't... It's the filter, isn't it, between the brain and the mouth sometimes, where you don't quite realise what you're about to say, and it just, just comes out. Well, it's... You know, I, I, the thing with, with cinemas is I think that, that I, I quite like the idea of overhearing a random mum saying something. Oh, yes. You know, I don't like too much chit-chat. No, no talking. No talky. I see. I'm not, I'm not one for um, the death penalty. Like, I think that's a bit, <laughs> like, I, I'm You're one a of them. moderate, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm a liberal. I think, yeah. no, I don't think it's right. There's sometimes in the cinema where I think... Maybe like a sniper at the back <laughs> with the next to the cinematographer. About the old the blow dart, the old like the yeah, that'd be better. Yeah, okay, just not a, death. Yeah, no, you're right. Death is too much. Just a blow dart just in a, the back of the neck, just to send them to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, hey, uh, what, can I have some of that popcorn there? Can I? What, have you seen the film before? What's he in? What's he in? <laughs> <laughs> They're down, gone. Yeah. yeah, that is actually better. Actually, that's probably less. Um, yeah, less red tape. <laughs> with a blow a lot down. of admin with snipers ah, yeah, there is right. a lot of admin you're right you're right i uh the thing uh and it's uh it's it's yet to happen but i know that i'm going to do it is the when the uh if i see the glow of a phone oh. in the middle of a film no no you know what during the trailers you do what you want you, i'm not you bothered take, in the trailers take a phone call during Have the trailers i you agree know. I'm fine. It's an advert. I hate the adverts. You do oh. what you like during the adverts. The second the film starts, I'm into I that. hear, I see. Yeah. I had a mate of mine. It's the glow, isn't it? It's a a mate of mine is something of a rage monster. My friend Phil, who was 50 this week, so mm. he's going to be even crosser. <laughs> he, uh, I remember one time, he, uh, a guy took taking a phone call, who was a, a row across from him in mm. cinema, a guy taking a phone call during a film, went, yeah, I'm at the pictures now, yeah. Oh, right, no, right, doing no, that. No. And then my mate no. Phil looked round. And he went, and he went, he went, mate, turn it off. And, and the guy just went, uh, and carried on talking. And my friend uh, walks over and uh, threw two litres of cocoa. Oh, wow. See, there is, you do get rage. I actually got, that's what reminds me of a time where I took uh, my little sister to the cinema um, years ago, maybe 12 years ago. So she would have been about 
four at the time, four or Lord. five. Mm-hmm. And we've gone to the cinema, and whatever the film was, and uh, we're sat there on the second row, and in f- annoyingly, you know that thing where it's an empty cinema, and then two people come and sit in front of you, or yeah, like yeah, near yeah, you, yeah. you're like, what are you doing? Anyway, this old lady and her husband came and sat directly in front of us. And unbeknownst to me, my uh, sister was just ever so slightly kicking the back, the back of the seat yeah, of yeah, the yeah, seat in front, like yeah, children yeah. do from time yeah. to time. I understand it's unbelievably mm. annoying, right? I, I, so, this woman, rather than just going, oh, excuse me, you, you, or daughter or sister, whatever she thinks she was, is kicking my seat, I would have absolutely given it, Danielle, pack that in. Don't yeah. kick people's seats. Or we'd have moved somewhere else, or whatever it would be, right? This woman, rather than say anything, just, just got angrier and angrier and angrier. In the end, she went to her husband, we have to move because that child is kicking my chair. Oh, no, I tell her, she didn't think it was the child, she thought it was me, that was it. She went, they're kicking my chair behind us. I said, excuse me, I'm not kicking your chair at all. She said, you've been kicking my chair for the last half an hour. I said, I'm not. I'm a grown man, I'm not, I'm not kicking your chair. And then I turned to her, are you kicking the chair? Daniel said, oh, yeah, I might, I might have been. I said, well, stop kicking the chair. She said, we're moving, we're moving, you've, you've ruined this film. She walked to the end of the row. She went to the row behind us. As she walked along, a handbag hit me on the head. <laughs> hit me on the head with a handbag. Go, go and then old. <laughs> sat down, started kicking my chair. <laughs> <laughs> she was about 80. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, yeah, I, I think cinema, there's something about the cinema. The other thing that annoys me is, why do they only sell noisy food? <laughs> I mean, your popcorn. The nacho. Your nacho. Yeah. Your, your, your sweets, Russell, Russell, Russell. You could, your drinks. You could suck the popcorn. No, but you've got to get your hand in and all. I'm not having oh, it. All it's right, dead that. loud. Yeah. If I was in charge of the food at the cinema, a handful of flumps. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're having. Handful of flumps, mate. Enjoy your film. It's not a restaurant. <laughs> Should have had your dinner before I, you came. I actually, yeah, no, I, um, maybe a beverage, Tops. Yeah, in, but in not a, a straw. Not a straw. <laughs> no. Oh, Mind you, you don't recall the Kia Auras. Do you remember the Kia Auras? Kiora. Kia Aura, which was. Why a, are you saying Kia Aura? Because it's spelt K I A O R A. Yeah, but I've not got a K N E, have I? Like it's spelt. Oh. I'm not having that. It's Kiora. Kia Aura. Now the, the A is silent. It's though. a silent A. It's, it's a silent A. Kia Aura. It's not Kia Aura. Why are you saying it's that? Rita Aura. Is it Rita Aura? Oh. That's like my friend who's... Who... Rio- it's not Riora, is it? No. That's like my friend who said, hey, you know who's um, filming in Liverpool? This is last year. You know who's filming in Liverpool? I went, who? He went, Samuel Jackson. I went, what? <laughs> Samuel Jackson. I was going, what are you saying? Samuel... Say that slowly. Samuel Jackson. That's not his name, is it? Samuel L. Jackson. For years, he thought it was Samuel Jackson. Kia Aura. Wow. What's up with you? You'll see next week when you come for your breakfast <laughs> at that table. It's Weetabix week. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. That's one of those songs that is like a good song, right? It does its job. Um, but when I was at uni, that's, that came out when I was at university. I worked in the pub uh, called the, the Old Pint Pot in Salford. Yeah. And uh, that was the song on the jukebox, which, when nobody selected a song, just played all the time. Really? Like, I know that video off by art, like, it was just, it was on all the time. Mm. It was not a nice time in my life. And now when I hear I that found, song. Uh, song. found a bar in Belfast that doesn't have tellies and doesn't have music on. 
What? It's great. That does sound good. Mm. Certainly right up your street. Damn. See, yeah. I like having something to look at, but I like I like the Sky News in the background. No. I know you don't like it, no. do you? No. But... Well, I'll agree watch to the disagree. Telly, go home. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, 8.12.15 is the Texas morning, and uh, there's a few more cinema stories uh, coming in. Uh, Ali says, um, love the show. Just give it the old Steve right there. Give it one of them. <laughs> love the show. Morning, Jason. I went to see Cinderella with my mate Annie. We came out and she said it was good, but there wasn't any plot twists. She's like, it's Cinderella. You know how it's going to end. This is my favourite one that actually made me laugh out loud in a lol fashion. Mega lols with a Z. Maxine in Warrington. My daughter, now 23, uh, was watching Stuart Little. Commented, as if someone could just walk into an orphanage and walk out the same day with a child of your choice. It just wouldn't happen in real life. (laughs) Little, the fact that he was a mouse, (laughs) didn't seem to bother her. Love that. I remember my mum asking once whether um, we, we were watching um, Harrowing, as you, as you obviously watched uh, Schindler's List, and uh, we, she came in at the end and watched sort of the last 15 minutes. I hadn't seen the whole, you know, the, the, what it was all about. And um, it was a, just at that time when they were becoming big things, and she said, are there, are there any outtakes, you know, over the trailers? I was like, no, that is not going to happen in this film, Mother. That is not going to happen. Wow. Yeah, pretty impressive. Because I used to work at the cinema. I used to work um, for UCI before they became the Odeon. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or the, the Odeon uh, bought them out. And um, some of my favourite things were just people ringing up and asking ridiculous questions about movies. I remember once a woman... I used to work there weekends, and a woman rang up to say, um, uh, Hiya, do you know this uh, new film, Gladiator? Has it got anything to do with the TV show? and you know when you're on minimum wage you don't care you're like yeah it is yeah yeah it's got um it's got john fashionu and uh, russell crowe in it uh there's a travelator in the middle of roman coliseum russell crowe plays the wolf (laughs) husband of a murdered wife father of a murdered child a (laughs) wooga 8 12 15 if you've uh, got any mum and uh, movie type uh, stories, and the other thing I saw this morning uh, in the uh, on, on the sort of on the on the news, I, I guess you'd call it that. It was it was on one of the stories uh, uh, online, which was um, that the, that names are dying out. Certain names are uh, th- they're going like baby names are being used less now. So like, there's no. So last year there was no babies born in Britain called Keith. No Keiths. There's no Keiths now. I, I, that's absolute travesty. Have you been... Is that, who's that? <laughs> who's that supposed to be? Keith Floyd, the chef. Oh, right, yeah. It's Keith Richard, you idiot. Oh, Keith Richards. I thought it was Keith <sighs> Allen. Um, sorry. Yeah, you've quite good impressions, but that wasn't one of them. <laughs> oh, what? No! I, I get up on a Sunday. Mate, that was I'm a compliment! Not well. And I'm not well. I, I don't want to end on a row. <laughs> Look, no, I'm on it. That's 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 a good one. But what? I'm, the other ones are good. But that wasn't one of them. Have you met him? Who? Keith Richard. No, he sounds like that. Fine. Okay. Hello. He's sort of that. <laughs> Slightly posh. He growls. He's got sort of posh edges. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara. Barbara. No Barbaras. No Barbaras. Don't be so silly, Tom. <laughs> You're on fire. 
Let's go on, keep them coming. Uh, there's no Barbaras. Uh, <laughs> there's no. Uh, there's also all these names. They're dying out. I I used to I used to do a bit in my set because it was a true story of a friend who called their baby Barry. Yeah. Um, about four years ago, and uh, they don't mind me saying it now. I did ask them permission. Yeah. <laughs> Can I use that in my set? And I remember because you know when you go into the hospital and you and you like see your friend's baby and they're beautiful and you're like, yeah. oh, it's beautiful. It looks like a little potato and you're like, oh, it's beautiful. And uh, and you just go, oh, what have you called him? And they went Barry, and I went, <laughs> like, oh, because obviously I was like, good one. Yeah. <laughs> but what's it called? Yeah. No, he's called Barry. It's after my dad who died. Oh! Oh, yes, of course. Wow. Wow. But Barry the baby, you having a laugh? Because <laughs> then the other thing you can do is you go... God, he looks like a Barry as well, doesn't he? Looks like a Barry. <laughs> he doesn't, it looks like a potato. <laughs> Babies do. Yeah. They're um, great. Big, uh, beginning. Uh, we'll do Wick's uh, Hero very shortly and uh, give out 250 quid worth of vouchers. Uh, and uh, and then we've got half an hour just to have a little chinwag, see what comes up, Phil. We shall uh, film quotes. Oh, yeah, we should do that. Actually. Life and crying. Oh, crying's a good one. So there was a story on the Huffington Post that said uh, that men are three... (laughs) I don't know how they measure this. Men are three times more likely now to cry in public than their fathers. So when was the last time you cried, JP? I cried during the film Brooklyn. Because it was because of the terrible Irish accents that they were doing. Well, no, hers was believable. Oh, Julie Walters was fabulous. She's good. Yeah, some of the others. I cried at at that. Yeah, yeah. it was the most Irish film I've ever seen. It was so written for the Irish. It really was. Not a dry eye in the house. No. Mm. What about you, Phil? Um, Last time you cried. Last time I cried in public. Mm. Oh, uh, watching you do Hush by Mountain. Oh, you are such a sweetie pie. <laughs> now, genuinely, I'm stood in the wings. You're and so that, cute. When a large man, a man like an enormous bear, is standing there crying, people's default setting is to go, are you all right? Yes, of course. Because they're curious. It's not like I mean, there's no lo- empathy in this. It's a lovely it's song. Like, it's a very are beautiful you, you, song. You, 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 you deliver it very well. Oh, everyone. It always makes you so cry. Nice. But the thing is, I like crying in public. I don't mind. I don't care No. who sees me. Yeah. I remember once seeing Elvis Costello uh, at the Royal Albert Hall and he came off mic and so he just sang in the room so he right, took his microphone wow. he took Steve and Naive's mic out of the piano and they just sang acoustically in the Royal Albert Hall which was full with 5,000 people in it Wow! and so he just sang with the acoustic of the room I cried like a and, and I looked down and a mate of mine looked up at me and he was down in the stalls area and he saw me in the balcony and he, we looked at he was crying as well wow it was an amazing thing to hear a human voice in that bigger room yeah just filling it I cried at Paul Simon actually at um yeah. Uh, when he when he sang uh, sa- uh, song of silence at um, sound of silence at uh, Hyde Park, um, he it was a beautiful version. And uh, weirdly, I was stood with Imelda Staunton of all people. We just been we just done um, uh, Sweeney Todd mm. uh, in in the West End, and we'd gone to this gig together. <laughs> I was watching, streaming, like tears running down my face, and I turned around, and Imelda Staunton was also crying her eyes out. I was like, okay, it's fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, I, I, let's find out. When was the last time you cried in public? And uh, like, let's try and stay away from death. Like, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's let's put that's yeah, a given. Yeah. That's a given. Th- that's taken. That's a given. Unless it's you like can, a, you can have your funerals. Yeah, that's fine. They're safe. <laughs> that should that should be FH. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the time that you something, cri- I mean, I actually fell over a few weeks back and cried a little bit. <laughs> Had a little tear in my eye. Yeah, it was about two months back, and I I just tripped and banged my knee, but What's like it? really badly. What's the weird thing that used to make tear me cry? Eye. Do you remember the uh, the the soup advert for Heinz for Heinz tomato soup with the single mum? 
No, I don't think I remember. And she's that. there and she's in the doorway and she's got a bowl of soup and she's made and her kids are asleep in bed. Oh. You just made me cry like a baby. That's uh, with the African singing. Don't remember. So it's it. like is Lady Smith Black Mambazo singing and a single mum putting her kids to bed and I used to make cry. Adverts. I know, you've got to be careful. Terrible. With it. They're, they're just totally using us. Yeah. I know. The first ten minutes of up. Oh I was in absolute shreds. All of Marley and left me. the cinema. What? Marley and me, I've seen that. No, I don't care about dogs. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Crying in public, Phil. Mm. I just remembered another time. This is a classic crying public yeah, moment. Yeah. Um, I dropped my daughters off to school for the very first time, mm-hmm. twin daughters, and uh, I got I dropped them off and uh, you know give them a kiss and off they went. They were both absolutely fantastic. Just off they went running in, and I came out back out and sat in my car. And just it's that moment where you realise you're not now not going to spend every minute of every day together. You know, mm. you're like, oh, oh, just the whole realisation of it, you know. And they were fine. With, they were fine. Not a tear amongst them. And I sat in the car and just burst out crying. <laughs> I'm sat in the car sobbing. And I turned round and there was another dad in another car crying. Yeah. <laughs> we both had a moment where we were like, yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sad time. Mm. You, what about you? You must have had times with the that your kids have made you cry at some yeah, point. One of them's emigrated, mate. Oh, you mate. Try that. You oh, try that on for size, my friend. Emigrated. Because what happened was, was America. I started the week, the week that, um, because she got married to a girlfriend, and the week when we were sort of we were at the wedding and then we were leaving, I started having these dreams of her when she was little. Oh, no. So I just started thinking about her. What's like, wrong with the brain? Well, it was little. The brain was just like... It's like when I'm, in, when I'm in the show, the brain... Just like that night, the other night, when I had the dream of it, where I've forgotten all of my lines in Why the show. Why does the brain do this? Here's what life would be like if that happened. Yeah. 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 My brain does this all the time. It's like a kind of, you know, sadistic film director. Yeah. Here's a version where this doesn't happen. Imagine this <laughs> happened. <laughs> There's a point where I think when you first have a child, actually, where your brain gives you worst-case scenarios. Like, you'll be walking with a baby, and then the brain will just go, God, imagine it just banged its head on the side of that door frame. You're like, why have you even said that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's giving you... It's almost like it's giving you, like, a fire drill. Mm, you know, you'll yeah. be, like, be walking, you'll be like... Oh, like, it's almost t- giving you a warning. You know, yeah. you were at the top of the stairs. Come on, imagine you both just fell now. That'd be horrible, wouldn't it? You're like, yeah. why? Why put that image in my brain? Yeah. It's horrible grim. brain. It is grim. Okay. But yeah, yeah, no, it's... That's it. But that, did you um, notice that thing uh, when I became, uh, uh, you know, uh, me and the missus became parents for the mm. first time? We suddenly... Um, one of our favourite films of all time, Goodfellas, couldn't watch it. Can't watch couldn't that. Watch, can't no. watch horrible films anymore. I, I've not got to that point of horrible... Like, I'll watch a, a gangster film or a mm. something like that, but any moment in a synopsis that goes, and the 12-year-old child was kidnapped, yeah. I go, gone, I'm out, see ya. I'm out. <laughs> out. Oh. No, thank you. So you've never seen Taken? No, can't watch anything like can't that. Can't watch them. No, can't watch anything like that. I will find you. I'm, f- I'm sure you will, Liam, but I will not be a party to it. <laughs> He's more like Captain Birdseye then. I will find you <laughs> and your golden fingers. I <laughs> know, <laughs> anything like that. Any ch- anything with children or kidnappings yeah. Yeah, no. or... Nah, see you later, It's mate. out. It's out. I'm not I'm not spending two and a half hours watching a film. That, I hate that, that, that thing in your stomach, that pit. And the knot. I mean, everyone was raving about Room. You know Room? Can't that- watch that. Can't watch it. No. Can't watch that. No, thank you. No, thank you. Just make films about things that fly and are fun and a bit <laughs> daft and a bit of drama in there. But why? Why Why? Why make films about horrible things? Yeah. A lot of the cast went to see that, spot, that spotlight. 
Yeah. Nah. That's no. A, it's a great film. I've heard. Oh, yeah, it's no. A great oh, film. it's a winner. It yeah. I'm not having a go at the quality. Yeah. I'm not having a go at the quality. I'm sure it's a, a fabulous film. Great stories need telling, but... But not to me. When you become a parent, no. Uh, I'm not interested. Just, you you will. There's time in the future when you will again. You'll be able I'll to watch I'll go and see uh, Filthy Grandpa, however it's called, instead, or whatever that film. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> whatever. What are you thinking? <laughs> I can't remember what that film's called. I do love bad cinema, it has to be said. I like watching a bad film. Oh, really? Because you don't invest in it. I love it. Mm. I love not investing in a film. But you have, though. You've literally invested in it. It's <laughs> yeah, cost but, you 12 but, quid. But no, I'm just you live paying, in London, I'm paying so. to be in a dark room. Well, there is that. It's worth it. I do sometimes have a, have a little nap. Yeah. I do like a little nap of a... Of a when I used to take the kids to the pictures. Oh, I love that. Saturday morning, ten o'clock at Trafford Centre, we go and watch all sorts. <laughs> yeah. 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 It'd be terrible when I fall asleep, but then I'd get the night terrors. So I'd be the big dad <laughs> with the two little children. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, these days for me, um, the film is very much the byproduct of me going out for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> I go for the I go for the ice cream. Uh, the film, fine, fine. Yeah, yeah. But the the ice cream is what I'm after. Uh, so earlier on, I asked you to nominate your DIY Wix hero, and Melanie has done just that. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. The sun's just come out up here in Chester, so it's a lovely day. Lovely Chester, the Roman town of Chester, city of Chester. Oh, it's a wonderful place. It's a, it is a good place. Is that you've got that cool sort of Colosseum type place in the middle of the of the the amphitheatre? Yeah, the amphitheatre. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a great place. I used to go on school trips Chester there, Chester Zoo, <laughs> yeah, of course. You... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, that's sort of it, really. <laughs> so the zoo in the amphitheatre. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's it. But and also <laughs> Melanie. A third thing now. There we are. Melanie, who's your who's your DIY Wix hero? My hero is he is literally my DIY hero. It's my husband, Andrew Devine. He's and called he, he Andrew Devine, I like it. Andrew mm. Devine, yeah. He should have, he should have a superhero cape. Oh right. That's dangerous though, actually... when you're doing DIY. Just gets caught up <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Don't be doing that. Thought... So what's he done that's super? Oh, gosh. Well, in, back in 2011, I was pregnant, quite heavily pregnant. We decided right. to extend the house. Mm. So um, the guys, the builders came in. They just literally left it as a shell. So right. he completed the extension whilst holding down a full-time job. Crikey. And, of course, we've got two teenage daughters as well. So he was having to cope with his job. He, he, he was coming home at night. He was getting on with all, you know... Hormonal teenagers and... Exactly. And a wife hormonal and... wife as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he was having to deal with all of that. Plus it sounds a little bit like so. he, he just needed to get out of the living room. <laughs> He's like, you three stay in there. <laughs> sort your heads out. Actually, I'm going to go do a bit of DIY. Nice. <laughs> no wonder he got it done in su- such good time. <laughs> <laughs> I could be right, actually. But you know what? He never stopped. He always puts 100% into whatever he does. We've had this house now for, it be coming up six years. And yeah. since we've had the house, we've ob- he's obviously done the extension. That's all completed. Um, he's redecorated every room. And I don't mean just like a splash of paint, but he's oh, literally he's ripped up them. all of the woodwork. He's put like nice new, um, you know, wood, wood, wood the doors. The and that, yeah. Hey, oh, answer me this one, Melanie. Yeah, yeah. Does, he, does he paint behind the radiator? That is a true test. Uh, he takes the radiator off. Oh, he actually, he's something he else. It all off. He is something else. I'm <laughs> very much, it, you know. I'm very much of the ilk that if anyone's looking behind the radiator, they are no longer welcome in my house. <laughs> 
<laughs> but he sounds like a trooper. God love him. What was his name he again, is. sorry? Andrew Devine. Andrew you know Devine, I, lovely can I, stuff. Can I just say, he, he will even turn a savvy old pallet. He's actually, oh, yeah. He's actually into a gate. Wow. He, he, he could be the founder of the 100 Things to Make Out of a Pallet. Uh, well, <laughs> Honestly, I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure he could. Where is he this morning, then? What's he doing? He's actually downstairs because he's actually waiting for a little bit of paint to dry because he's he's decorating my 16-year-old daughter's bedroom. Right. So he's he's watching paint dry. Yeah. Wow. Instead of of chatting with you and listening to the radio, I'm just going to go and watch this uh, paint dry, love. I'll see you in a bit. I'll see you in a bit. (laughs) All right, lovely. Well, I'll... And as well. Well, I'll send him 250 quid's worth of Wix vouchers. I'm sure oh, he'll spend that in amazing. no time. And oh, what do you want to... Uh, what? what's, what's that smell? Can I just say, he'll probably give me a million wife points for this. Well, but I'm happy to help. Happy to help. <laughs> uh, what song would you like <laughs> for Andrew? Um, can I have the lightning seed, please? The life of Riley. No problem. You have got the life of Riley with that fella around. <laughs> I have, haven't I? <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Thanks for tuning in this morning on Absolute Radio. Uh, I'll be back uh, next Sunday, again in Belfast. Uh, Phil Jupiter has been my co-host this morning. Hey, thank y'all. And, uh, and JP, popping in every so often. Yeah, cheers for that. Say hello. Mm. Nice, to, nice to have a little, oh, you yeah. know, nice to have another, another voice. of Irish. Absolutely. Oh, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> a little bit of Brooklyn there. Uh, So, yeah, we're in Belfast uh, this week. We've got Chitty Chitty Bang Bang again, another week of that. Yeah. And then we're uh, Stoke and Southend as well, so that's coming up uh, very soon. So thanks for joining in. Uh, All the people who text in and all the messing around, you can get the podcast at some point as well. I think that goes up later on today um, on the uh, Absolute Radio website. Uh, Podcast, that's nice. What are you doing? Nothing, I'm doing some admin. You're doing admin? Tangerine Dream Academy. Oh dear, he's back on that. Oh, he's back on his thing. (laughs) Weezer Stansfield. (laughs) Lieutenant Pigeon Detectives. 10cc Low Green. Maximum Joy Division. They're all very good. All right, okay. We did start that subject three hours ago. (laughs) Anchoring, anchoring. I know, I like it. Topping and tailing, son. No, it's good. Book ended. (laughs) I'll be off. (laughs) He's gone. Lovely. Uh, Sarah Champion, up next on Absolute Radio. Have a lovely week and I'll speak to you next Sunday. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio.